What's going on, everybody? John Pearl here. Today, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to be talking about the Real Estate Investing Starter Pack. New to real estate, you can use this as a basic roadmap to point you in the right direction of what you need to do. And this is based on a conversation I was having with a coworker recently about uh, one of the topics was analysis paralysis. This is definitely the case. This is when you get stuck analyzing, looking at properties. If you find yourself just looking at Zillow in your pastime, kind of instead of hopping on Instagram or Twitter, you hop on Zillow and then you just like, you're not really, you're not really pointed in the right direction. You're just kind of scrolling and it's kind of entertainment, right? I, I know I've found myself in that situation a number of times and it's okay to to spend time analyzing and learning. You def that's definitely an important part of the process, but you don't want to get stuck there and you don't want to be there forever. And ultimately, you need to take action. That's going to be the best way to learn. I know for me personally, if I think back to when I was in school, maybe this applies to you as well. But when I had somebody standing in front of me talking or when I was reading a book or taking notes, you know, all that stuff is good and it helps. But ultimately... The best way to learn this stuff is by doing. So my advice is the first place to start is to determine what your goals are with real estate. And those goals need to come from a place that matches up with what your personal goals are. If you have a family, what your family goals are. And this plays into your personal situation. This is going to be very personalized for everybody. So with this particular situation, married couple kids, both parents are working, both parents have good jobs and are happy at their jobs. And the goal with them is not necessarily to quit their jobs anytime soon to become full-time real estate investors. They're looking to diversify into different asset classes. I don't know for certain, but I think the mainly the investment portfolio is a very traditional 401ks, stock market, mutual funds, things like that. And so they're not looking to quit their job with real estate, become full-time real estate investors, but more so to build their wealth, protect their wealth, generate, build generational wealth that they can pass down to their kids. And with this being the case, then that you don't necessarily need something with very high cash flow. Maybe you're looking for something a little more conservative. Now, on the other hand, if you're looking to quit your job ASAP, then cash flow is going to be the most important thing. And there's a number of factors that come into this. There's different asset classes within real estate produce more cash flow than others. Uh, sometimes those are higher risk. And it's important to determine your risk tolerance as well. So are you... If you have a high risk tolerance, then there are certain asset classes, things like short term rentals, Airbnbs, VRBOs, things like that. Those are a bit more high risk and can be subject to market shifts a little more than uh, other asset classes like, say, self storage, multifamily, apartment buildings. Now, within those asset classes. There are sub asset classes as well that have their own risk levels. But again, getting back to uh, getting back to the goals, this is going to be a very personal situation. The risk tolerance is going to be a very personal situation. 
So for for my situation, to give you a a little bit of context, which has changed recently, I originally was going after strictly cash flow. That's what I wanted. I was looking, I'd been notified a few years back that I was going to be losing my job in 2025. So I was looking to replace my income with income from real estate investing. My income from work, that is, with income from real estate investing. So cash flow is the key there. Now, recently that has changed. They announced that the plant's going to be staying open till at least 2030. So that has kind of shifted where I'm at. And it's kind of made me reevaluate some things. But this is likely going to be the case for you as well. Things are always changing. Your family situation your goals should change as your situation changes. So getting back to risk tolerance a little bit. So some things to take into consideration. We, we touched on the short-term aspect of it. With short-terms, they are subject to local market regulations. Local uh, Local governments can change the regulations on how these properties are able to be rented. Like, for example, what's going on in New York City right now. I've seen some articles recently that the climate around short-term rentals is changing in New York City. That's a great example of somebody could buy a property there with the intent to rent it out as a short-term rental. They have analyzed their financials, expecting to receive income that short-term rentals would provide, which is more than what a long-term rental like something with a six month to a year long lease, you're going to get less money with a long-term lease than if you're renting it out on a short-term basis. So that has the potential to really put people underwater. So something to take into consideration for that is, will my short-term rental be able to be rented out as a long-term rental as well? So some some basic things to take into consideration. I'm not going to go into detail on all this stuff. I'm just trying to point you in the right direction. But once you figure out your risk tolerance and your goals, then you need to make a decision about what type of asset class it is that you're wanting to purchase. So there's a number of different things out there. There's all sorts of different things. We've covered a couple of them. There's the the single family. You can do short terms or long terms with those. There's multifamily, small multifamily, large apartment buildings. There are self-storage facilities. There's industrial. There's land. There's all sorts of different things. You can get super creative with this stuff. But the most important thing is to make a decision on that and then get educated. And another, another thing that comes into play is shiny object syndrome. I've definitely been subject to that myself with, with all these exciting people that I talk to on the podcast. It's hard not to. I hear so many great success stories of people who have been doing this for a long time and had a lot of success. But the key to that is those people who've been successful at this over the long term have been very focused on their specific asset classes and they've become experts within those asset classes. So it's important to spend a couple of years at least. I'm say, I've, I've made a rule. It's going to be a five-year play for me. I'm, I, if what I'm doing isn't working out, then maybe I'll try something new. But it takes time to build up the knowledge, the experiences, the processes to become successful and start getting to a point where you are going to start generating some serious income off of this. 
So getting educated, there are so many resources out there. I've covered it a lot. Great place to start is Bigger Pockets. There's so much information on there, so many podcasts. So getting educated, meeting other people who are doing what you want to be doing and learning as much as you can about it. But at a certain point, you got to make a decision what it is that you're going to focus on asset class specifically, then what market you want to focus on. And that's a whole different set. You want to do your market research. You want to make sure that the market has good trending uh, migration, people flowing into the market, wide variety of jobs within that market. So say like, for example, if you buy a property near near a, uh, a military base, probably not going to shut down the military base. But if that military base did happen to shut down, you're probably going to be screwed as far as your rentals. You're relying on military personnel renting these properties. Maybe not the best example. Military is pretty safe, but you get the picture. You get what I'm saying. You want to have a wide variety of employment around these areas. So once you decide on that, you've decided on your goals, your risk tolerance, your, you've made a decision on your asset class, what type of property you want to purchase, what market you want to purchase in, then you want to start building your team. And that consists of getting building relationships with agents, with brokers, with property managers, with contractors. If you're going to be needing to do uh, some, some rehab on these properties, you want to get a feel for these people and start having these contacts. You don't want to go into this blind. For example, when when we were working on buying a property in Iowa a few years back, this was our first large apartment building that we were going after. Ended up flopping. We've got a couple of blogs and a podcast about that specific situation if you're interested. Uh, but we ended up flying out to Iowa, my partner and I, and we built our team. We had a bunch of interviews with people. We wanted to make sure that we were getting ourselves into a situation that we were comfortable with and working with the best possible people that would set us up for success. So once you've done all that, then that's when you should start looking for the properties. There's a process to this. You don't want to just go into this blindly. I went through all of this stuff myself and Everybody learns their own way, but this will set you off in the right direction. And there are other options out there. What I I went through all of this before I ultimately decided that that's why I wanted I wanted to invest passively based on all of these specific circumstances that I've mentioned with my personal situation. I felt that it was best to invest passively in my favorite asset class that is multifamily, large multifamily that is uh, apartment buildings. And I felt that I would be able to learn the process, which is true. You can learn while you earn, you can learn while you invest. And so I invested passively. And that's also a great option for folks who want to begin real estate investing and experiencing the benefits of owning real estate, but maybe you're not quite comfortable or you don't have the time you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the confidence yet to start doing it on your own. So that's what I ultimately end up doing. And since then, I've gotten more on the active side, but I still invest passively because it is, especially right now, 
it's a tough time for beginners to get into the space given the economic climate right now there's a lot of crazy things happening out there with a lot of uncertainty so the reason i love investing passively as an option is you get to partner up with people who are experts people who are full-time investors in their local markets there's also opportunities out there to partner up with people who are not experts and who are not local to the markets where they're purchasing properties. So definitely want to do your homework. But that's why I love passively investing. You get to leverage the experience, knowledge, team, network of these people who can have very strong track records. And so I've been thinking a lot lately about where the safest place to deploy our capital is right now. And it keeps leading me back to passively investing, investing in other people's deals. So I'm not going to get into all that right now, but there's the roadmap. There's some things that can set you on the right track, help you kind of get your priorities in order and begin taking action. Again, the best way to learn is to take action. Think long-term, have a long-term mindset with this. If you fail the first time, if you fail the second time, it's not going to be the end of the world. You just need to continue taking action. You need to continue learning, learn from your lessons, learn from your failures, apply those lessons to the next time, and ultimately you're going to be successful. You just can't stop. Don't quit after you fail. All right, guys, that's all I got. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you got some value out of this. Take care. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Freedom Investor Radio. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. 